All right. Welcome. 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 It's Venice, and you are tuning in to the Venice and Friends podcast. And you guys, I'm really excited today because I have, it's kind of funny because Annette and I, we've known each other through Facebook for uh, a while, <laughs> but we actually recently just met. <laughs> so far. I've been like, following her work and her business for a while. And uh, recently I reached out to her and I was like, let's meet and let's kind of just get to know each other. And after we met Annette, I was even more like, oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> I was actually talking to a friend of mine in Dallas today. I was like, I, there's this woman, her name's Annette and she, you know, like talking about your business and so you can check her out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are so kind. But you know what it is though? I feel like we have kind of like light spirits too. And I feel like that's why we clicked because we're both just like joy and like <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, literally like whole like kindredness. <laughs> I feel like our personality types are like almost like identical. <laughs> totally. It's totally, totally, totally true. <laughs> So well, yeah. I, I, wanted to, you. <laughs> I wanted to just formally introduce you. Uh, and if I mispronounce your last name, please correct me. I think I've got it. But your name is Annette Nijau. Nijau. Okay. So you almost yeah. got it. So oh. you, it's okay. No big deal. So usually when I, after all, it's just my, it's my married last name. My original, my, my, my maid, my maiden last name is Thompson. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> people, and then I made it I switched it up and made it difficult for them so like the, you know Njao is like I, I always tell people especially us here over not overseas or you know we're in America so just just make this end silent if you can't really make the end like a very soft end just oh. silent Njao and that way it just makes it easier for everybody you know oh I love it yeah yeah I have a very unusual name and like I'm used to being like my name being mispronounced so I'm like oh, yeah but I really to get people's names correctly <laughs> no I like a personal challenge a personal fun thing I do <laughs> well Annette you are the founder of House of Takura correct and I'm super excited and I just can't wait for this conversation and I, I'm I, let's see I, okay I'm welcoming you officially I've introduced you thank you and yeah great to have you on the podcast today yeah we met through the Facebook Leaders Network it's a group that Facebook's put together with small business owners that's how we initially met and you know this um this season, there's like, I just, I have a real heart for uh, female entrepreneurs. I myself am one. And um, I have wanted to spotlight some female entrepreneurs. And so yours is the only one in your, you know, kind of unique category. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm really excited just to share your brand and who you are as a person with my community. And, you know, also, hey, I love being able to uh, promote other people so that they earn more money because every business <laughs> ultimately <laughs> well, is out yeah. to make some money because that's connected to a family and a whole other set of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
reality, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I love it because you know small businesses that when you when you like I always see all these um, random memes about small businesses, and one of them that really always sticks with me is that is the one where where um, it says if when you're buying from a small business, you literally like helping people put food on the table you're buying from an individual who you know puts their all into into their business cares about people has a family to be that's literally how I look at small business now based on just like having that you know having that connection with the community now because I'm now a small business owner so and I've not always been in this space but um so it's so apt it's so apt because sometimes you have no idea like what your what your purchase is funding at that very moment in their lives it's so true and I'm all about like look I know what it's like let me just uh, like empower and you know my fellow sisters (laughs) (laughs) I agree not not that I'm not I'm not anti-men but I'm definitely you know just have a heart more towards uh, female entrepreneurs I guess because maybe I'm one myself I get the I get the world of it (laughs) you know but the reality is is that you know women entrepreneurs are are so much less funded you know by and men. And the reality is that it's harder for us to make it out there um, yeah. in the world because we don't get as but a second look or, you know, as much funding as the, you know, the big, big tech guys do, or even the little tech guys, so long as they're guys. Um, yeah. You know, there's an advantage that they have. Is it an unfair advantage? Absolutely. Um, yeah. The reality is, is that, you know, that's why we promote I, I like to I, I like to shop from a lot of women entrepreneurs too, and that's part of the reason I like to do that is because I know the harsh realities of, of funding, you know, a business, yeah. who's capping it, you know, and all of that stuff. So totally, I mean, yeah, I get I get your heart for it, and I appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. Well, I would love for you to share uh, more about like what your brand is, uh, what your product is, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll kind of start there. Okay, awesome. So. House of Takura, aka Hot. <laughs> I <We're>, love it. <laughs> it's funny. Most people don't like pay attention to the acronym, but I mean, like for me, it's like I never paid attention to it in the beginning, but more and more I talk about that because we are hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're a lifestyle brand focused on high end and unique designs, which tell a story of African traditions and Western influences, and I. I take that part very um, seriously because um, I am of African descent. I I was born in Sierra Leone. I came here when I was young. Um, And then I also was raised in America. So I have a lot of Western influences. So I wanted this brand to be focused on telling that story of a blending of two cultures or, you know, I mean, obviously African cultures. Is, is not a monolith and neither is, yep. you know, Western influence, but mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a, a, a sort of hybrid of, you know, of how, how my life has been influenced um, and my sense of fashion mm-hmm. has been influenced by both my upbringing as well as my, um, my heritage. So, yeah. um, so that's what I do. I, I, I tell stories about, I, I tell stories about different African nations or different African people through the fabrics that I use, um, or maybe through like the names that I give the bag silhouettes and stuff like that. Um, I am very all about learning and teaching, um, Mm -hmm. a a narrative that's not necessarily taught to people. 
about Africa, and I mm-hmm. and I it's a it's a narrative that challenges the status quo that mm-hmm. nothing of quality comes from the motherland, so to speak, yeah. and mm-hmm. that is not that is not accurate. Um, mm-hmm. I see I see African brands that are thriving every day and making high quality stuff that rivals all other brands in the world, all the luxuries, you know, um, Western yeah. brands. So um, I think it's a it's it's always a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to, to weave that story into your brand, but mm-hmm. I, I do it very slowly. I do it very deliberately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that whatever comes out of it is going to be, you know, exactly the story I want people to see when they see my products, which is um, great high-end items that are unique and different, that fuse a lot of cultures um, coming from Kenya or wherever else next I will get my bags made. You know, so come. Yes. Yeah. I love how intentional you are. Like you're intentional about what you're like the story you're telling. You're intentional about the names of the bags and the accessories. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I really noticed that. Now I did get, I had the pleasure of meeting you in person and I bags and you were sharing about the stitching on the, mm-hmm. on the bag. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was really left with, she's so into the details you know? <laughs> I love I'm very like into details as well um, can you share a little bit about that and just because I, I have a real appreciation for that it's so funny how you say that but like the reality is like because I'm a lawyer uh-huh. um I am always in the weeds <laughs> and that's 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 probably where, why I'm very much in the details of every aspect of the brand too. It's not just yeah. my personality type to be in the details, but mm-hmm. I was trained mm-hmm. that way when I went mm-hmm. to law school and I graduated from law school and I worked with a huge law firm and eventually mm-hmm. with a huge um, health insurance company. I had to be in the details because mm-hmm. I had to know the thing about my case to yeah. win it, you know? Wow. And mm-hmm. so it's- <laughs> That's it's, awesome. <laughs> you're able to take like your law, your law school training and experience and, and integrate it into your business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, people say that all the time. They're like, Oh, how did you go from a lawyer to a designer? I'm like very easily. I mean, I was a litigator, so I had to wow. be very creative sometimes in my, in my arguments to the court in order to win. Wow. Um, so I, had to come up with, I had to come up with ideas people had not thought of before and mm-hmm. come and then find the case law to back it up. And mm-hmm. I did that several times while I was practicing law with um, the big, the big law firm or like the, the um, health insurance company. So mm-hmm. um, it wasn't, it wasn't that much of a difficult transition for me mm-hmm. to Mm-hmm. activity and you know foster it in, into another direction you know mm, yeah totally can you yeah. say a little bit about the quality of the leather I know I was just really struck by some of the details that you really <laughs> yeah of so, the leather quality and I didn't even know about Kenya and the, the quality of, of the leather oh, can you yeah. say a little bit about that Kenya is like another place that you can I mean I know people talk about Italian luxury leather and all of that mm-hmm. stuff Kenya has lots of leather mm-hmm. and they have a lot of I mean they can't you can't they you know the most basic leather leather to mm-hmm. the uh, like the top grain leather with the nubuck finish like some of our bags are the top grain leather with the nubuck finish and the wow. nubuck finish like this very buttery feel mm-hmm. um, 
of the leather is very soft. Some of our bags are harder leather, so we don't mm -hmm. put them in every bag. But there, are t there. But if you, if you, if you um, notice, like some of our, like for instance, the Nandi bags and the Yaw bags, mm -hmm. those are a little bit pricier than some of the other bags. That's because mm -hmm. they have the Nubuck finish. Um, wow. Like yeah. in Kenya, I'm able to get like all kinds of leather, leather that's dyed leather, tanned leather. Wow. Mm -hmm. textured leather I feel like people don't realize that they're they can get good stuff well yes. maybe you realize it and just totally just mm -hmm. totally bypass it or ignore it or find a way mm -hmm. not to mention it but mm -hmm. great great raw materials come out of Africa and actually that's been the problem it's that mm -hmm. people have gone into that's mm -hmm. taken the raw materials and yes. then gone and made their items elsewhere. And so mm -hmm. that's part of the problem we solve is like, hey, we're not going to take the raw materials out mm -hmm. of the continent and then go have somebody else do the work. Yeah. I'm going to take the raw materials on the continent and have the people on the continent do, do the work because they are mm -hmm. master craftsmen, craftsmen and women master they're a master of what they do. And it's, it's so amazing. literally my pleasure and my honor to be able to showcase that kind of talent truly it's amazing like even i i didn't get i've been kind of not in my normal routine in the past few days but i saw something on your feed and it was like the stitching of bags and i remember you were like these are real handmade bags yeah like, they're, they're they're not nothing but handmade yeah and, and i'm like oh my gosh and so it's funny because people like when people actually get an up close look at the bags and they're like they wonder like they're like this is handmade i'm like yeah i posted what i posted was um one of our one of our people working on um our our i call it the not so basic wallet they're so nice but like if you just like meticulous like they are meticulous about every stick you know wow. and I'm, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist in certain areas mm -hmm. and so like you know i over time, they've gotten better and better at what they do. In the beginning, the wow. you know wasn't up to my standards, not because mm -hmm. it wasn't high quality, but yeah. because of, of what I wanted to portray with the brand and the story I wanted to tell. Right? Wow. Yeah. But they've just gotten better and better and better over the years. Just better and better and better. And that's and they're only gonna get better. I mean, yeah. that's the reality. Um, yeah. I remember, I remember when I first started, maybe a, a few years ago, when I first started making these bags, uh -huh. one of my, one of my cousins was like, um, you know, these bags are nice, but you better take them to China. And I'm like, why? She was like, yeah, when they start, when, when some department store starts ordering a bunch of these bags yeah. and, um, you know, like maybe something goes wrong, you better make yeah. sure, like, you're, you know, they're, they're from China or something like that. Yeah. Myself. You know, I understood what she was saying. She was trying to give me good business advice, but I think yeah. she kind of missed the purpose of the brand at that point. Yes. Um, the purpose of the brand is not to have things made in China. You know, yes. China has, of course, China needs work, and China has a lot of that. A lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of people get their items made in China. I'm not knocking that. But the purpose of the brand is to uplift people out of yeah. poverty and mm -hmm. give them a sustainable economic development. And I want to mm -hmm. do that in Africa. I don't want to do that anywhere else. The reality is that China has had so many years of practice too. Do you think mm -hmm. they were perfect when they first started this? No, they were totally. not. <laughs> when they first started this, they were not perfect. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing was perfect in the beginning. It's taken mm -hmm. so many years of training, decades and decades mm -hmm. of training to get that work product out of them. And totally. I feel like 
of us are just such in a rush to be like millionaires and billionaires that yeah. we don't want to actually do the work in our own home and in our own space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, if I, I feel like this brand is going to, is going to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, God, God is going to take it everywhere. It needs to take it. He needs to take, it needs to be. And I'm not mm-hmm. least, least bit worried about getting somewhere fast. Totally. Yeah. I, that's just like more of what I was saying about how intentional you are and even intentional about the integrity and honoring your own personal values. Exactly. And also it's because, you know, we've had a chance to speak offline, but it's also like we talked about being like a global community. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, because I know I'm, I love things made in the USA. Like I, I'm all for yes. it. And I think that we are not only a, an American community, but we're a global community. And I love, you know, being able to support other families in other mm-hmm. countries. And I, I have a thing about, I love knowing where my stuff comes from, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, nutrition, I used to buy my chicken from a chicken farmer, my beef, I would buy in Uvalde. I lived in San Antonio. Like I knew the far- the ranchers and, you know, I've always been one of those people. So it's like, if I know more like the source of my, my products, it just makes me feel like I know I'm supporting people. I love that. And the reason I love that is because you're a sophisticated buyer. You care about where your items are coming from and who they are affecting. I want nothing but, I mean, obviously I love impulsive buyers as well, but I yeah. love a sophisticated buyer because they dig into, they're, they're, the, they're the best customer, to be honest, because they dig into the brand. They find out all the things we're doing, all the things we want to do, our ambitions and our, you know, our ideals that we have for this brand. And they tell their people about it. Yeah. You it's know, so true. Yeah. Like, I've already been talking about you offline. <laughs> but here's the other thing I was going to say is, uh, you know, and I don't know if maybe this is like more of a, a movement, but for, I can only speak for myself, but I, I've, I've always been very relational. So mm-hmm. like, when I get connected to a brand, I don't just like easily walk away. Mm-hmm. I, I like building relationships you know, introducing my people. And I just think it's, I think that's what community really is. I'm really all about community and that, you know, that about me. Yeah, no, I totally totally get it. Um, And I always say, I think business for me, for me personally, business is relational and not. And I mean that with like everything that is within me because it's literally the kindness of strangers mm-hmm. that yeah. has made this brand what it is today and what it's going to be in the future. It's literally yeah. me being DM'd by some random person who saw my bag somewhere or on somebody and they yeah. want to purchase and me responding to them and helping them, guiding them through the process. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a business that can afford to ignore, you know, yeah. emails or my customers or like, you know, those kind of things. And mm. I wouldn't want to be that business. I wouldn't want to be because for me, business is relational, not transactional. That's the whole purpose of me being a sophisticated buyer too. And the whole reason I love that you're a sophisticated buyer because you care yeah. about the, the, the purpose of the brand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
And so for me, I just, I like, I, first of all, I named this company after my son. <laughs> so it, it can't just be transactional. Yes. It's so funny when I first named the company, my husband like came to me, I don't know how long after I named the company. And he was like, he's like, should we have named it this, this, should we have named, should we have called it Sakura? I'm like, sure, why not? He's just like, what if somebody wants to buy it? You're not going to name it. You called it Sakura. <laughs> 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 he is completely, completely right. Like it would, it would be, it almost impossible, yeah. you know, for me to sell this brand and have mm -hmm. nothing to do with it because I've named it after my son. I've built, I've built it based yeah. on the on the meaning of his name, the meaning mm -hmm. of the, the the attributes of a person named Takura. You know. Mm -hmm. His wow. name grow or to mature, you know, mm. creative ability, ambition, yeah. and high ideals. I've literally mm -hmm. put my soul and my heart into yeah. And so that's why I put my heart and my soul into every transaction. And, yeah. and it's and every transaction is not, it's not possible because some of them are just strangers that I'll never know and they'll, they just yeah. buy offline. Yeah. But like whenever I get an, a message or an email, I respond. Yeah. And I respond because not yes. necessarily because somebody wants to buy something right now but I respond because that is what a good yes <laughs> it's in the vein of the conversation but you know I do I offer like an encouraging text every day you know if people want to opt in right and someone on my page the other day uh left a message you know on a post I did and she was like hey like I signed up for your daily post and I never got a, a text and mm -hmm. I was like what <laughs> I know right I responded to that post I was like we will handle this immediately you know and I reached out to my assistant and you know we were troubleshooting that lady was totally taken care of in like a, a few hours because we had important. to figure out like what happened right but it's it really important. people are important and we need yes. to treat yeah, totally. And I was like, my apologies. Like, I'm super intentional. And, you know, it's like the whole thing is uh, we're out to engage people. So mm -hmm. if we don't actually communicate and respond in a timely manner and connect with them, they're actually like missing so the point. <laughs> I need to sign up for that. No, because I love motivational. Like, I, I start my day with a devotional. I mean, I, I start my day with the Bible. But, like, I yeah. always love I love like the motivational stuff that I can get out there I'm I'm yeah. all about the perspective yeah. and the mindset so I need to get on your your list <laughs> yes I'll hook you up <laughs> <laughs> now I would love so okay by now just take a pause you guys you need to follow house of Takora on Facebook and Instagram. So you just, will you give us your handles real quick? Cause I want to kind of shift into a different conversation, but before we move on, how okay. can people connect with you? So connect with me. Okay. So if you're on Facebook, just do facebook.com and slash house H O U S E of O F Takura T A K U R A. Takura is phonetically spelt. How you see it is how you say it. House of Takura. And then on Instagram, my handle is at house of Takura I, everywhere. Everywhere there's social media, and if we're on that platform, that's the hand. It's at House of Tukura. So you can find us there. And then, of course, you can find us on our website, chat with us. We have a little chat box, whatever. Cool. Awesome. Oh, awesome, awesome. Great. Okay, make sure and follow her right now, and I'll also put it in the episode notes in case you're like, okay, I'm going to wait till the end. Uh, awesome. So 
I wanted to talk, one of the things I loved um, our conversation was just the, the things that like starting a business, building a business, like there was so much like, like likeness there, <laughs> the, the day-to-day work of it. But I'd love to hear, because I one of my passions is I love uh, just encouraging women who want to start a business to go for it. Mm-hmm. Can you share a little bit about how you started your business? What was your motivation for starting your business? Kind of start there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy conversation because <laughs> I, love I it. still feel like I'm building the plane. <laughs> Totally, that's exactly, uh, yeah, you're building the plane while you're flying it. (laughs) So so how House of Decor started, it's so funny. Like, I've always kind of been into fashion, but I never went to school for it or anything like that. I became a lawyer. I mean, because that's what, Mm -hmm. you know, people whose dads are judges do. They become lawyers. And so so, um, I literally didn't. Like House of was has been, I will say, and I always tell people this, it had been in my spirit for so long. I just mm-hmm. can't even remember how far back. But the mm-hmm. earliest email I remember sending was to my dad. Mm-hmm. And he was um at the he was he was there at that at that time he was in Sierra Leone because he was doing a he was sitting on a, a as a judge for the UN um mm-hmm. for some tribunal um special court for Sierra Leone which is a tribunal that that um tried the the people who caused the atrocities during the civil war over there so he was yeah. a judge on the trial bench mm-hmm. and so back in two thousand and seven I sent him an email I need to dig up this email because I saw it like four. <laughs> four or five months ago, uh-huh. <sighs> I sent him an email <laughs> and I said, hi, daddy, how are you? I need you to help me invest in House of Takura. Um, House of Takura is going to be a fashion brand. I don't know exactly what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be <laughs> excellent. And I would love for you to invest. And of course, in true African dad fashion, uh-huh. that email went unanswered till the day. <laughs> And it went unanswered and I know it went unanswered and it was seen because my dad always used to respond to my emails that I would send him. Mm. And so he said, you know, he, and he had sent me emails before then. And even after them, like mm-hmm. he communicated like that when he was, you know, doing his work in yeah. other countries. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it goes unanswered and I just thought, Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I, and, and I, it's not like I forgot about the brand. I just didn't know, you know, where I would get the money to do anything, you know, with the brand. And so fast forward to 2015, my sister is putting on a fashion show for um, a charity that she was involved with. She was the head of, and Mm -hmm. she said, you know, I'm putting on a fashion show. We're going to do like all these different brands or whatever. And so she had like 10 brands. Um, Like people came from DC, people from Canada, some of the brands from Canada. It was really nice. It was a charity fashion Mm -hmm. show. She was like, you need to launch House of Takura now. And I was just like, what? So like, this is like September of 2015. She's coming to me and um, literally she's having the fashion show in December. And let me just say this, what had happened, um, what happened before that was that I had been unemployed for like almost two years. So it's like, um, 
it was so weird that she came to me at that time. And I'm thinking, I was like, where am I? And I literally had just got my new job. And so I was like, where am I going to get this money from? But then I was like, okay, I just got this new job. Yeah. And then so my sister was just like, right. she was like, you've been yeah. sitting on it for too long. She's like, too long. She's like, you need to launch it. And so I just kind of like took the bait. <laughs> Even though now I realize it was God speaking through her, you know, because like, had, yes. had she not, had she not put it in the spirit, I don't know when next God would have spoken that into something, you know? And so I kind of just followed her lead. And she's my baby sister. She's like 10 years my junior. Um, and so I followed her lead. I was like, okay, I'm going to launch it. And so I, you know, skedaddled, you know, do all kinds of stuff and launch the brand. And we were like the final show. We were the final brand on the runway. We closed the show. And literally when I was walking off the runway, people were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love your brand. Where can we find you? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Where can you find me? Like, I had not thought about any of that stuff. <laughs> I, just thought about, I just thought about, oh, I love these clothes. <laughs> and I want to show them up to the world. Literally had not thought about any aspect of the business. It's so funny. That's why some people are just not business minded like that i was so focused yeah. on the creative aspect of it and launching yeah. it and make sure everything looks like excellent which it did and then it like drew all these people in then they didn't know where to find me because i didn't have a website i didn't have a facebook page i didn't have an instagram page i had no online presence so yeah. <laughs> it was like oh, yeah i, so I literally went it. and built my instagram page <laughs> love it that is like gonna be my all, one of my all-time favorite stories <laughs> because i'm like just i've worked with women one of the things i do is i love mentoring women who are just starting their business and so mm -hmm. many times they're like i don't have a website i don't have this i don't have that and it's like they get stuck in like overthinking and overthinking like, the details ready. right the details yes Totally. Yes. And your story is like, I just went for it and I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still figuring it out. Like it's not, this company is not even close to being yeah. what it needs to be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like have, uh, have so I, have, do, when I do have all the resources and all the people, mm -hmm, this company mm -hmm. is going to be a household yeah. name, you know? Yeah. But the reality yeah. is that we can't wait. We can't yeah. just sit on our gifts, you yeah. know? Um, because... Yeah. The reality also is that we're mortal beings. At any point in time, we could be breathing our last breath. Yeah. And yeah. at that point in time, I hope that I've poured everything that is in me out into the world. Yeah. I know yeah. we talked about this, but my dad passed away mm -hmm. in May. Yeah. And he was 84 years old. Wow. So he lived, he lived a long time life yeah. he got 14 extra years the bible says god gives you 70 anything else mm. is a bonus, right yeah <laughs> he got 14 extra years and when i say that man did every single thing with all of his might oh yeah what an awesome model i want to be that person yeah who does everything with all of my might yeah so that when i'm i'm sorry it's still so hard to think about him no i totally get it i know my father passed away and there's times where i'm just like dad 
I'm present to my love for him and how awesome he was. Yeah. Yes. It's so hard yeah. still, but like when he's he was to me, he's a model for that yes. scripture. That scripture that tells you, and it's my husband that reminded me of the scripture. She he said, What it's whatsoever you do in this life, mm. make sure you do it with all of your might. Yeah. And so yeah. that is what I want to do. It's awesome. I, I want to empty myself. So yes. that's why I yeah. feel like people just need to go for it. Figure yeah. it out as you go. Yeah. Figure it out. So long as you're figuring it out every day. And I always give, especially brands that are starting out, smaller brands, I always give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I and I and I do that because I've been there. Yeah. I know things are not perfect in the beginning. So if your yeah. customer service is not great, I let you yeah. know, hey, you know, your customer yeah. service is not great. This is what you can do to improve, you know, okay. or if this product is not as what I, ex- what I expected, mm-hmm. well, this product is not this. So improve mm-hmm. it this way, or maybe don't market it this way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like totally. we just need to be as human beings, we need to be more, um, especially as small business owners, we need to be more forgiving of yeah. uh, small businesses that are trying to do something good in the world or trying to make it. Yeah. Um, now, if you repeatedly and consistently continue to just be mediocre, there's nothing I can do to help you. But totally. like, if, it's some, if, if you want to be excellent, you will yeah. find a way to be excellent. Yeah. And people, what I've noticed that people will... Um, they will support you. I mean, yeah. it's not perfect in the beginning, especially when mm-hmm. I started with the bags, mm-hmm. you know, but people were just like, you know what? It's just going to get better. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You know, I get people who constantly encourage me. And like today I was on my, on my Instagram page mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, I got a message from another entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, like on my birthday. And, mm-hmm. and it was like, the sweetest message I received mm. in such a long time. He was mm-hmm. just like, you're truly an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. He's like, we um, look to you. We thank you for yeah. your support. Mm. We want to, we want to be able to be, you know, be an yeah. example. Like you are an example. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. so unexpected. Wow. And I thought to myself, people, it's like people just drop. Like sometimes it's like, you just, you're so, especially this year, it's been so tough for me, Yeah, you know, just to kind of focus and, yeah. you know, my dad passing away and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I've like, I, even though like people like have been dropping little mm-hmm. things in my spirit when yeah. I didn't even know I needed it. Yeah. It's like, come on yeah. God. Like there are times when mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, maybe I'm done with this business. And then God will open five doors and say, are you really mm-hmm. done? And yeah. it's just, it, yeah, it's so, <laughs> I love it. It's so crazy. Like yeah. how, how like people are just so kind. Honestly, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe, and yeah, you know, there's some, sometimes human beings do stuff and I'm like, really, you know, why, <laughs> why, why are you behaving this way? But I genuinely believe that people at their core are good people. Yeah. And I want to continue to believe that even though last year literally tested my faith in humanity, like the yeah. whole of 2020, I was just like, what is going on with us? I know. Like, but- okay, God, like we were doing the most and the least at the same time. And I'm like, we're not doing, you know, but yeah, totally. But I it's totally just crazy how people will root for you. You know, yeah. they'll root for you. And even if they, even if they can't, like there, there are people who literally tell me that they told mm-hmm. me in the past, oh, I've saved up money to buy this product. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 
and it just it it makes me that those are the people that I really want to connect with because I'm like if you're saving up your money to buy my product then something about this brand speaks to you and what is that and sometimes it's because you're a black woman owned brand I don't Mm. see a lot of that you know you're a luxurious black owned brand or because like all the things you do with Africa Mm -hmm. I really read it really resonates with me or you know it's because this or because that or your personality is so you know Mm -hmm. like you know you're so full of light like there's so and that's why I always say business is relational like I totally agree I buy from I mean, of course I buy for big brands sometimes too, mm-hmm. but like I buy for when I'm, when I'm dealing with, with entrepreneurs, I buy from people. I don't mm-hmm. buy the product necessarily. I buy whatever it is that's behind the product. And that's that human, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's like so important in terms of like for women that are starting out, you know, who, or who are considering like, I really wanted to do this. I think that one piece is such, it's like such wisdom to mm-hmm. know that as a business owner, the, the real wise way to approach it is through relationship, mm-hmm. is through being relational. And mm-hmm. I have learned this myself. It's like people will buy from the person. Mm-hmm. There's this one, I have had like several like testimonies where women, I don't even know. Like I've never met them. Like they've never even commented on my page and they'll send mm-hmm. me emails and they're like, you know, I've been watching you on Facebook for three years and I decided to start a business. And one of my most memorable ones was wow. this lady who lives in New Jersey. I'd never mm-hmm. met her. And she was like, I saw your, your videos and I was inspired to go open a t-shirt shop at the airport. <laughs> Wow! Like I just wanted to let you know that I did it, and and really, it was your your every day. You're on there, and you're like just like encouraging, you know, us to share our dreams. And I never met her. I responded. I was just like, oh my god, like thank you so much. Like it's incredible. Like the but that's that's the power of social media and the power of connecting. And I know people are like, you know, like they're all on Facebook lately about all this stuff and that and that. But the reality mm-hmm. is if you use that tool for good, yes. it can be good. You I know? totally agree. And people like, I've had people like, why are you on Facebook? I'm like, because it's a powerful tool. Social media, if you use it for good, it can make such a profound a impact on people's lives. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you did. She was inspired mm-hmm. to start a whole business because she'd been listening to you for years. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And there's this other lady. And I recently, she shared this with me. She she said, I've been through a lot of personal trauma. I, I don't trust people at mm-hmm. all. And she said, but I've seen you for five years. She says, come hail, stormy weather. She said, you're <laughs> always there. She mm-hmm. says, and I've listened to you. And at first, she was like, I was like, this girl, whatever, she's a flake. Right. <laughs> and then she was like, but you're always consistent. She says, I've studied you for five years. That's and she, she participates in one of my coaching groups. And um, she says, but it's because she's, I'm telling you, it's because you've been so consistent. And I mean, that's, that's a key word, right? You have to be yeah. consistent. That's I remember, mm-hmm. go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like, that's like one thing I, whenever, like if someone asked me like, you know, advice in terms mm-hmm. of starting a business, my mm-hmm. number one thing is be consistent. Honestly, like- <laughs> consistency, consistency opens doors and I'll tell you why. Um, 
There are so many brands that's like, I've been in African Fashion Week here in Houston um, mm-hmm. several times before. Like, I think I walked the runway maybe like three or four years. Mm-hmm. And one opportunity came for um, a brand to be showcased on Deborah Duncan, right? Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Great Day, Great Day Houston. Yes, and literally, the reason that they picked me was because of my consistency. Yes. That's exactly what the, the CEO of African Fashion Week told me. He was just wow. like, you're consistent. Yeah. He was just like, you don't stop. You keep going. Yeah. Because a lot of people just lose that. They lose yeah. that inspiration and that motivation. Yeah. Motivation is not what's going to keep you going because your motivation is going to wane. It's yeah. your passion. Yes. Do you love what you're doing? Because that's, totally. another, that's another advice I have for women who start businesses. Mm-hmm. Make sure you love it. Because it's yeah. not always going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So make sure there's a big <laughs> aspect of it that's really tied to the impact that you want to make in this world. Yeah. Because we all want to be impactful in one way or another. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. That is human, right? So totally. make sure whatever it is that you are doing as a business is mm-hmm. something that's tied to your purpose. Because if totally. you're literally just just kind of finding businesses just to make money or to do, then, I mean, it's, it's just going to be, it's your, your motivation is going to wane and then you're not going to be able to be consistent. You know, I totally agree. My thing is like, look, even if you're just like consistent and you're taking little steps, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Look, it's, if you're going to post once, once a week, post every week you are going to be posting that that's consistent (laughs) that's consistent you know because it's like it can be so much like so like there's so many things to do and this and that and emails and posting and video and all this I'm like look what's the one thing you're going to do and I pay attention to consistency because you know Mm -hmm. I'll shout out brands and I'll I'll buy from brands um Mm -hmm. small owners small business owners Mm -hmm. uh, that I meet literally on Facebook and I'll Mm -hmm. go to their Facebook shop and purchase Mm -hmm. something and um I shout out brands that I know mm-hmm. are consistent Yeah, because I can't be shouting you out mm-hmm. and then people are going to your website looking for stuff mm-hmm. and then, oh, wait, your website is down today. Like yeah. the other day, this lady posted something in uh-huh. her, in her stories, this dress in her stories and she linked mm-hmm. her website. I clicked, I was like, oh, that dress is cute. I clicked on the I clicked on the link and the link is the website is not working. Oh no. <laughs> and and so the the thing is like even today, even face Facebook today makes it easy for people not to even have a website. It's like you can so literally true. build a Facebook shop yeah. without a website. Like I have another shop that I have mm-hmm. not been working on lately. It's mm-hmm. called the Captured Market. Mm-hmm. I don't have a website. It's literally built on Facebook. Man, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's so you amazing. don't necessarily have the website, but make mm-hmm. sure you like your, your Facebook shop or your Instagram shop is yep. working correctly, you yes. know? It's or, the little things. <laughs> it, it is the little things. It's the absolute little things that turn people off. Like another thing I can't stand is when I go mm-hmm. to a website and like everything is sold out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know some people think that's a great marketing tactic. I absolutely abhor it, which yeah. is why when you go to my page, my, my website and you start mm-hmm. seeing sold out stuff, I'll start hiding them. If they're sold out, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm deleting them off the website because I don't like people. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to websites and think, seeing everything is sold out. I don't totally. think it works every, every, for everyone where it's like, oh, it's sold out. It's sold out. It's sold out. For me, yeah. it's like, oh, it's sold out. Why, why am I, you know, good at, I'm not going to continue to check the website. I know? agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, some people think it's a great marketing tactic, you know, to create a frenzy no. around a product. I'm like, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, 
it's a, it's not a great marketing tactic for some people. I mean, for me, like if I go to a website and it's like, maybe I'll go like twice and mm-hmm. if, like the second time I won't go back. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go. I mean, it's, it's human, it's human behavior, right? It's human nature. So that's why totally. there's little things that, you know, that we need to make sure people know. Yeah. And honestly, diversify your, if you're, if you're using suppliers, which is another reason I love that my items are made in Africa. Mm-hmm. is because last year if if last year didn't teach anybody anything yeah. it should have touched taught the whole world that you mm-hmm. cannot put all your eggs in one basket there were totally. so many things that people get from china yeah that they couldn't get because covid shut the whole world down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got a couch and mm-hmm. we had to wait two months wow. for the couch <laughs> because <laughs> it yep. was coming from china that's wild. And so we shut the world down. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this has opened up opportunities for businesses in Africa, for yes. makers in Africa and mm-hmm. other parts of the world that could really use, you know, mm-hmm. the influx of funding, you yes. know, could really mm-hmm. use a sustainable economic development, you know, being able to work every day. Yeah. So I just, I, I think people need to, diversify your suppliers as much mm-hmm. as you can. I mean, that's another good business, business um, advice. I love so. it. I <laughs> love how you're like, so the three uh, business owners that I'm spotlighting this season, they're all totally distinct. Like there's nothing really similar about them. Yeah. I love, I know it's like going to be so much fun to share all these amazing women, but it's like what I'm present to is like the intentionality and then just the global, you're not just in uh, your immediate community, but you're like really across continents and being mm-hmm. like a global you know, citizen and, um, and other female empowerment, um, kind of generator in a way, because the women who are working with you making those bags are they're the people, they're women, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So like uh, with the global thing, I think you see, it's funny how you said citizen of the world, mm-hmm. because that's what my dad used to term himself. Oh. He would be, he would say he's a citizen of the world first because people would try to say, Oh, where are you from? This and that. And he'll be like, Or what, like sometimes in Sierra Leone, they'll be like, What tribe are you? And he's like, What does that matter? I'm a Sierra Leonean. He's like, I'm a citizen of the world. I and love I, I love that about him. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's true. So, I've always loved, you know, and we shared about this a little bit, but just like um, other countries. I remember when I was mm-hmm. in college, um, like, I would get to get, you know, meet people and all my friends were like international. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's important. When I married Dawn, um, he was like, honey, where would you like to go for your, you know, our honeymoon? I was like, mm-hmm. Sardinia. And he was like, first of all, where the heck is Sardinia? I was like, well, it's an island off the coast of Italy. And I was like, I have friends from there. <laughs> he was like, only you. My husband from upstate New York, right? A little tiny town, maybe 20,000 people, okay? And, and it's not very diverse. <laughs> That's the Italian family in the whole town that had like a little Italian restaurant, right? So he was like, but of course, Venice, you would want to go to Sardinia. I think I think it's important. I think it's so important. I think that's so cool. I think it's so important to have um, you know, a, a palette for diversity and yeah. to you know to 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 get to know other people and other cultures because again the reality is that unless we open our hearts to Mm -hmm. um you know 
learning about others, mm-hmm. we are going to always be missing that human element of empathy. Yes. You know, so needed in the yes. world. You know, yes. like mm-hmm. people, people, if people don't, people are not, um, I guess if they're not open to learning and kind of interacting with people from different backgrounds, yes. then it's just much harder for them to understand the road that people travel it's much harder for them to understand the the border issues that you know that's going on over there in in texas south with south texas you know what i'm saying it's so much harder for them to understand you know like why we care about what's going on in south sudan or some other you know so i i think it's great that you have a lot of international friends because that means even though you live in america you're completely global in your mindset and we need to I we need to be as Christians. We need to be. I mean, I, I agree. I, I totally I'm a agree. big, big believer in that. You don't just preach the word. You do the word. Absolutely. You do the word. You, you know, the word I, needs to be an action in your life. I totally agree. I think some of the most powerful conversations I've had have been like sitting around the table, talking with people. What, that's another thing. Like in my experience, it seems like Americans, like we, you know, we're just kind of like, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna eat it this is, meal and then we're gonna go watch tv or whatever it is very doing. fast paced over here yeah and when, when you go when you have meal break meal with someone break bread with someone for another cup you it's gonna be like hours yes <laughs> yes you, you're gonna be like hours there's no hurry you know my husband yes. went to italy uh and I, uh, this is one of my most memorable experiences. We went to this uh, restaurant. Um, of course, no one spoke English. It was a little mm-hmm. tiny. It looked like a little cellar, like underground, like with mm-hmm. an old building. And um, there was no menu. And so you go in and the person who's cooking every day, they cook a new meal. And it was like, wow. I don't even, I mean, I, it had to have at least been seven courses. And of course I wasn't, I had never really eaten like that. So there I go starving, eating like tons of food in the first three courses. I didn't face mm-hmm. myself. And it's like, <laughs> and the food just kept coming out. Coming. I was like, oh my God. Like, I, can't eat anymore. Oh, I told Dawn, I'm so you know and so we so we were like oh excuse us can we get the check they were like offended it's like you're not done eating (laughs) I was like we are so American like it was like no one's in a hurry and it was like super chill I'm not kidding we were there for hours eating that meal it was like oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) so funny but isn't that a great experience though you know that's something you can talk about and understand you know so that when you go there again you know to pace yourself (laughs) oh totally it's like word of the wise i was gonna tell you this other thing real quick so i i forgot to tell you this when we talked but one Mm -hmm. of my dearest friends uh it lives in your neighboring country which is liberia from sierra leone wow okay oh my god bishop william ketor and we you know he came to the states and i had the privilege of hosting him my husband and Mm -hmm. i at home and i mean we spent hours with him at the kitchen table just we didn't know anything about Liberia and Sierra Leone and I mean it was like a whole like history history of, lesson oh yeah. it was so amazing and I just walked out like I had no clue like I was just so 
educated and made aware of the struggle in, and just what people have gone through. In, yeah. Well, people are the source, people are the source of our learning. Mm-hmm. And until we open yes. our hearts and our minds to that, mm-hmm. we are going to forever be um, closed off or maybe just not living to our, you know, fullest potential, I think. Yeah. Um, because had you not connected with him, you may still not know the history of Liberia or Sierra Leone. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we had some other friends in South Africa and they lived through apartheid. I mean, that's See? a whole other thing. Like, you know, in See? the struggle and like there, I mean, it was just like mind blowing. It's one thing to learn about Nelson Mandela. and But it's another thing. Exactly. To have a com- a conversation with people who who experienced him while he was there. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And just who he was for the people and what yeah. his impact. It was like so moving. So yeah, I love it. I love just the whole idea. And it's not an idea, it's just being like a global citizen and being informed by people, not just like what I hear in a a news story right or, or read in the book yeah exactly. you know <laughs> exactly like, you're the story and it's it just adds like such richness to the whatever I have context right so, yeah. yeah totally so yeah it adds richness to the context and it adds a human element yeah because you're encountering human beings who went through totally. that totally, you know? totally. yeah so, so, so I love I, it I want the people who are listening to our podcast to know that, you know, with this with House of Tecora, it's not just, you know, like accessories. You know, there really <laughs> is so much humanity and care and, you know, global mindedness in the brand. And so I'm super excited. I shared with you, I'm getting my mom her her birthday gift. And I've got a couple things I'm going to get. I'm like super excited. <laughs> And my yellow bag because I love the color yellow. Oh my gosh, I love the color yellow too. But I've also got my eye on the clutch too because I, I there's like a few things I want to get because I'm like a real big hand clutch person. Uh-huh. So yeah, a little little clutch bag. So yeah, but nice. I'd, I'd love to talk about the holidays. Like, is there something special you're doing or like what? I saw those beautiful bags with like they were like the pink color. I didn't really get to drill down and look, but those are new, right? Oh my gosh. Like my favorite new bags are like our Duara, Duara, D-U-A-R-A, chest bags, Mm -hmm. the circular bags. Duara means circle in Swahili. And then Mm -hmm. the alpha bag, the alpha, like the whole alpha collection is like my fave, but like the alpha bag is also like a chest bag and um, and a waist bag as well. It could double as both. And it's like, kind of looks like an A and Mm -hmm. like, it's, I call it the alpha bag because I literally... When I first came up with a bag seller, I literally was thinking about the alpha woman who has to be so many things mm. at the same time to so many people and in so many circumstances, the very mm. versatility of an alpha woman. Mm-hmm. And so the bag, the original alpha bag is literally mm. an A-shaped bag, but it can be worn as a clutch or oh. as a, a body or mm. as a backpack. So that's the original. Wow. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? the alpha woman is so versatile like she can have other kinds of alpha bags so i started so this whole alpha collection so then now like a mini a mini clutch version of the alpha bag Mm -hmm. which is literally just a clutch Mm -hmm. and then we have this the mini versions of the original alpha bag and then we have now the waist and chest bags which are so so cute 
Oh my gosh, the pink, one, the pink ones are already gone. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Literally gone. I was just like, what? <laughs> and I have a friend who like, who like usually comes over whenever the bags get here because she's like, I want first dibs before you put it on the website. And she's like the best mark, the best customer ever because she's just amazing. Like she'll she's like, make sure, make sure and you know I need to have every bag silhouette. I'm like, <laughs> You. And so he I messaged me. Like, the pink one's already sold. You already sold out on those. I, I wanted love that. It. I love it. It's I so love sorry. it. Oh my goodness, it's awesome. Now, listen, talk about the uh, Facebook events that's coming up because this broadcast yes. is going to air before you go to. Yes. I want. I'm totally be there live. I mean, not live. Oh my gosh. Live. I'm excited. Totally watch live, and then you can make your purchase at that time. Apparently, Facebook's doing like Facebook's doing like a thing where they're giving you a percentage off. They're not taking it off from the business owner. They're just giving you a percentage off. So I think that's a good way to shop. If you shop on the Black Day, the Buy Black Day, you'll be. I think it's like twenty percent because I I watched the show that they had today and I shopped the the designer they had today. She's not. She's not a designer. She she does a beauty beauty and hair care brand. And like I shopped their stuff and I was like shocked at the discount. I was like, oh, I get a discount. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. It's like free shipping too. So okay, um, yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah, so the, Facebook apparently started this, you know, like last year, there was a lot of stuff going on in the world that really exposed the inequities in America's mm -hmm. systems, mm -hmm. you know, not just mm -hmm. the systems of, of justice, but systems of corporate, you know, corporate systems as well, again, you know, with mm -hmm. respect to minorities and especially yep. black people. And mm -hmm. so Facebook started this whole initiative where, you know, they were not only helping small businesses, but they were trying to promote black businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, they do it here, they, they do, they promote Latino businesses, they mm -hmm. promote LGBTQ, all those businesses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so um, they started to buy black in November. Mm -hmm. And so like, there's a show, it's like a little variety show. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And every every Friday in November, they have a black business that they invite to the variety show. And it like includes like live shopping. They imp they implement all like the different aspects of the business into the whole 30, 40 minute show. And then it's hosted by a celebrity. This year is hosted by Elaine Welteroth. Oh, I absolutely love Whoever's listening on this, she used to be editor in, in chief of um, Teen um, Vogue or something like that. She's yeah, Teen. Yeah, and then oh, what I know her from the talk, she was in the talk the past year. And then she has a really good book out. Um, but yes, yeah, so wow. she's the, the host this year. And this year, House of Tucker was invited to be one of the black businesses. So our episode is next Friday, November 19th at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, my God. So during that time, you'll be able to, like, cheer us on, hear yes. our story, um, you know, like, meet other people. Like, you'll be, like, I guess the models because they'll be models some of some of our clothing um and some influencers that you know mm -hmm. can give you a take you know, on how to style some of the stuff and then you'll be wow. able to shop live you know oh my goodness that's super what first of all what an honor because there I know, are, you know I there's know. lots of you know not lots and tons 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 but there's lots of small business owners of uh, mm -hmm. businesses and um so it's just super it's like special. So 
I'm yes. so honored. I like was shocked when they picked me because like apparently mm-hmm. there was a bunch of people that they were interviewing and then um, wow. they ended up picking me. And it's so funny because mm-hmm. when I finished my interview with them, I was just like, you know what? If you don't pick me, I I will be totally fine. Yeah. And the reason I'll be fine is because I know another black business is going to be, you know, yeah. elevated and will and you'll they'll deserve it. And then totally. they came up and like, we picked confidence is something that you gain as you get older and you mature and you and you um you kind of come into your own but I was never that confident person who would put myself out there like that to be like oh you know like I'm the best you should pick me (laughs) yeah look I'm gonna tell you I I was uh sharing with someone uh with Gail the other day that I also believe like that there is something to like when you're walking in your purpose mm-hmm. and you're being who you are like your mm-hmm. authentic self it's like yes. the confidence because like Ooh, I'm, I'm in a similar space like as a coach like I know what I bring I know mm-hmm. my heart the years of development for me to coach and I mean I'm always learning more and I, I dedicate myself to the practice of learning and expansion but it's like mm-hmm. I don't need approval <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't I'm like I know who I am and I know what I'm bringing and I know what God's gifted me that, with. that's that's confidence that's what that is, is somebody, confidence. Somebody I love confidence. that that's something that's I forget who termed who who used that term, but somebody termed that and it's like trademarked or something. But that's exactly what that is because I feel like um once you know who you are and whose you are, totally. you, like there's nothing in the world that can literally stop you. You yeah. know? So you're like you're like, I'm confident that yeah. this is not about me. First of all, you gotta be confident that it's not about you, that ultimately mm-hmm. your purpose is about serving the world and, and mm-hmm. giving God all the glory. And once totally. you do that. Once you let go and let God literally is yeah. when you're like, people are like, she's so like, how is she so confident? How It's like, it's not even me. It's just all God. <laughs> yes. I totally, you know, I was raised, I mean, I'm, I'm Latin, I'm Puerto Rican. And um, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, like, for, I don't know, this is definitely a cultural thing, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like we have this like um, lowly you know, kind of very low esteemed way about mm-hmm. us, especially mm-hmm. with women. And the men tend to be more like kind of confident and macho. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, no, uh-uh. And I don't no. think <laughs> it is confidence because it's like, I'm, you know, it's not like arrogance. It's like, no, no it's not I know who I am in Christ. And yeah. I know I'm his cherished daughter and exactly. like, I'm free. Exactly. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. It's like I, I, I just think men have like a natural um confidence about them, and that's mm-hmm. because um at first I used to think it was just literally societal, but it's not just societal because mm-hmm. I would just like having a son myself. Yeah. I see that even even before he started like having societal you know like influence wow. like, yeah I can see the confidence in him but also I believe like 
you name your kids how they want to be. That's another yeah. thing. So the names yeah. I gave him were strong names, and the, he, had, mm. he had no other way to go. His name yeah. Sakura means mature or were grown. Mm. You know, uh-huh. his, his his other name is Oluwale, which is um uh, my gra- both my grandfathers on my my paternal and my maternal grandfather. Mm. They were both named Oluwale, and that means God has come into my life. His oh my other gosh. name is Aiden, and it means little fire. So it's like Aww. he he was named. He was named with intention because I believe you name your kids how you want them to be. And literally the day he was born, he was like a little grown man. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yes. Wow. So, yeah. So I do think we as women have a, and that's, and I feel like that's why we focus a lot on women's empowerment too, because we need to remember that we occupy a sacred space from the moment we're born. We need to not, we not, we need to not let the world tell us who we are. We need to remember who we are by reading the word of God. And, you know, the word, the word of God is a double-edged sword. It will rebuke, but it'll also give you, you know, confidence, confidence. So it will, it will. And I love just, especially with women in business, it's like, you can do it. Go for it. Do it. Honestly, just do it. (laughs) This is the other thing I've learned. Literally, Nike has the best slogan ever. I know. (laughs) I use it all the time. They're my two, like, some real common Venetisms are you've got this and do it. Just do it. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I was going to say, like, another thing I've learned, I'm curious if this has been uh, your experience, but, like, for me, as I've grown in my business, we talked about how like our business is a reflection of who we are. Mm-hmm. It's like my message is clarified. What I'm committed to is clarified. And there's been more confidence in that because it's like I'm more clear about what it is that I want to say. Exactly. It's totally mm-hmm. that for me. In the mm-hmm. beginning, I knew, you know, I knew about the clothes and I, what, I, yep. what I wanted it to do and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. over the years, because I've become a person of conviction or a person yes. who cares about, you know, the mm-hmm. existence of other people in, 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 in their, and their circumstances. Um, I know how I want this business to be and mm-hmm. I know how I want it to touch the world. And mm-hmm. so my message is definitely well, well sharpened at this yes. point and it's not going to change. And I think it's part of just the ideal of the brand Mm-hmm. Like what, what, and that's what, one thing I always say is like when, whenever people go to the, our, our website or our, or our social media pages and see the brand mm-hmm. and read about the brand, mm-hmm. I don't want there to be any difference mm-hmm. between the brand and the owner. So like yes. when you encounter the brand and however mm-hmm. it makes you feel mm-hmm. online, when you encounter me in real life, mm-hmm. you should get, you should, you should experience that same joy, that same strength, purpose, that same, you know, confidence, that same Mm -hmm. um, light. That's exactly what I want. I want there's no separation between, you know, the brand and, and when you encounter me. Mm-hmm. I don't know because like there's so much stuff about like social media, like, you yeah. know, like sometimes you meet people and they're like, oh, they're completely different in real life. I don't, mm-hmm. that's never going to like, whatever you yeah. see online is, is how you're going to get me. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's kind of funny. A little, a little like, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, I've had a chance to like hang out with some of my followers. Like sometimes when I go like to different States, like I'll go to Colorado. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm here. And, um, you know, people have been like, you're really this way. I'm like, yeah, this is really me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, people oh. are shocked. They're like, they're shocked. Because I'm like, well, I mean, there, there's no other way to be. Like, I'm just yeah. being who I am. I, I guess yeah. that's part of the authenticity that people are always speaking of. But yeah. I'm just like, why, why be anybody else? Like, yeah. I love being me. I love yeah. being, I love being, you know, witty. I love being sassy is my favorite adjective. Yeah. You are sassy. I love it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love being, you know, light and joy. It's so funny because, you know, I told you I work full time and I have yeah. this um, brand mm-hmm. and um, there was a place I used to work at. Um, I would show up there every day, all dressed up really nice. Right. And I would literally <laughs> spread joy all over the place. And people were just not happy. They were, it was not a happy place to work. And people were just always like, oh my gosh, why is she so happy? And they literally changed my name to joy. <laughs> this lady started calling me joy. And like everybody else after that, like I get text messages from them every once in a while. Hey joy. I'm like, you know what? It's the joy of the Lord. Don't you forget it. I love that. <laughs> So beautiful. <laughs> I'm even more clear now why we're connected. We are so like-minded. <laughs> I promise you. I knew it from just from, like the sitting and having a conversation with you. When we had the conversation, I was like, oh, she's like my kind of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my. We're going to have to go to moth hour because like now my ankle's feeling better. I'll send you the link. <laughs> still may be able to go okay okay let me know <laughs> moth hour is storytelling just for those who are like what's moth hour, hour. Talk about it. it's like super cool like spoken word and everything i love it that's totally awesome good. well i have so enjoyed this conversation and i one of my intentions was that people get to really experience the person behind the brand i feel like people have had a chance to feel your heart and really get to know who you are as a person, what you're up to, what your message is and what your brand is about. So I really appreciate you taking the time. I really do. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I know people do podcasts and they're very particular about the people that they put on their podcast. So it's been an honor that you selected me. And honestly, it's been like a great, great hour. I, I, I love having this conversation with you. Thanks. And <laughs> more to come. More to come. More to come. More to come. We're up to stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it there. The, the, the element of mystery. What are these two up to? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> awesome okay one more time just like tell people how they can follow you and then we will uh kind of call it a night okay awesome so totally follow me on instagram i am at at house of takura h-o-u-s-e-o-f-t-a-k-u-r-a um you can probably follow me personally but i don't usually ever give that out (laughs) got it yeah (laughs) my name so literally (laughs) no but literally it's my name it's at my name (laughs) my first super easy super easy And then on awesome. Facebook, obviously, give us a follow, give us a like at, uh, you know, mm-hmm. www.facebook.com slash House of Takura, T-A-K-U-R-A. And we're on Twitter. And really, we're not on Twitter because we literally post to our Twitter through our Insta or Facebook account. So we're not okay. really. <laughs> so, but you can also visit us on the website, www.houseoftakura.com. And please get the 10% off, you know, when you sign up for our mobile text message service. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's click awesome. on get the 10% off and just get the 10% off. <laughs> awesome. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Awesome guys. Well, until next time, it was a pleasure. Thanks for joining our episode today and until our next conversation. Bye guys. Bye. Bye Thanks. Annette. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Bye.